Welcome to the BecomeNew.me podcast with John Ortberg. This is Passage to Wisdom, Episode 41, The Wise Learn from Everywhere. Hey, this is John Ortberg and this is Passage to Wisdom. And I want to talk to you about making this day a day of great rich thought of being coachable and open and humble and how it is possible to learn from all kinds of sources and to draw nourishment for your mind and your soul from comments, books, conversations with other people, thoughts that can come to you from anywhere. There's a strange bit of a paradox here. You know, if somebody is an absolutely brilliant person and they go to listen to a lecture, that lecture has to be even smarter than them in their field for them to feel like they're learning. Or if you take a tennis player, somebody's a great tennis player, and you go to play with them, you have to be a great tennis player yourself in order to benefit them, to help them out. And you might think if somebody is really advanced spiritually, then if they're going to pick up a book or listen to a sermon, it will have to be something incredibly advanced, incredibly profound for them to benefit from it. No, 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 no. It's actually the opposite. Uh, Part of being spiritually advanced or mature or growing is an attitude of openness and humility and a hunger to have my mind turned back in the right direction. That means it's kind of like uh, a great tree that's got roots out everywhere and is able to receive nourishment from all kinds of places. Because when it comes to our mind, mostly what I need is not new ideas, I just need true ideas. One of the primary words in the Bible is the word remember. And that is because our minds just keep going sideways and I think I'm alone and I think that I am vulnerable and I have to take care of myself and I'm afraid that I'm going to miss out. I forget that God is with me. Mostly I need to be reminded, a really interesting word. If we're going to have the mind of Christ, we need to be reminded of him all the time. And that brings me to today's passage to wisdom from C.S. Lewis, old Uncle Screwtape is writing to Wormwood. My dear Wormwood, you mentioned casually in your last letter the patient has continued to attend one church and one only since he was converted, and he is not wholly pleased with it. May I ask what you are about? Why have I no report on the causes of his fidelity to the parish church? Do you realize that unless it is due to indifference, It is a bad thing. Surely you know that if a man can't be cured of church going, the next best thing is to send him all over the neighborhood looking for the church that suits him until he becomes a taster or connoisseur of churches. And if that syndrome, becoming a connoisseur of churches, was a temptation in Lewis's day, it is an epidemic in our day except for the growing number of people who have just given up on being a part of the church altogether. The reasons are obvious, Screwtape goes on. In the first place, the parochial organization, in other words, the idea of a parish church, neighborhood church, should always be attacked because being a unity of place and not likings, it brings people of different classes and psychology together in the kind of unity the enemy desires. Now, part of the church, when it is at its best, uh, 
one of the dynamics that it always displaces. It brings people together who otherwise would never be brought together. And that was true at the day of Pentecost. That was true in the church exploded in its early days. It's always the case when the Spirit of God breaks out, um, young, old, male, female, rich, poor, black, white, diversity of all kinds uh, gets torn down, gets brought together, not simply for the sake of overcoming differences, but because we see the image of God in each other. And uh, the idea that the church ought to be just a little club where I hang out with people who look like me, think like me, dress like me, act like me, which is sometimes promoted as a way of getting churches to grow faster, actually keeps the Spirit from doing what the Spirit wants to do. Uncle Screwtape goes on. In the second place, the search for a suitable church makes the man a critic where the enemy wants him to be a pupil. And now this gets to the primary dynamic for today. Am I walking through each moment of life as a critic or as a pupil? Particularly when it comes to the church or when it comes to receiving spiritual information. Am I living like a critic where I'm standing back to evaluate, judge, or am I living as a pupil with a humility to say, God, would you teach me right now? Would you give me a thought that will remind me of what matters? Screwtape goes on. What God wants of the layman in church is an attitude which may indeed be critical in the sense of rejecting what is false or unhelpful. So, now, what I don't want to do is to live in a land of cliché or intellectual drift uh, or stagnation. I need to be thinking about what's true or what's not. This is not talking about putting our minds on autopilot. Critical in the sense of rejecting what's false and unhelpful, but which is wholly uncritical in the sense that it does not appraise, does not waste time in thinking about what it rejects, but lays itself open in uncommenting, humble receptivity to any nourishment that is going. Oh, that is such a great thought. Lays itself open to uncommenting, humble receptivity to any nourishment that's going. Screw tape again. You see how groveling, how unspiritual, how irredeemably vulgar he is. This attitude, especially during sermons, creates the condition most hostile to our whole policy, the policy of hell, in which platitudes can become really audible to a human soul. There is hardly any sermon or any book which may not be dangerous to us if it is received in this temper. And so that posture is exactly the way that I want to go through the day, where any thought that comes to me that reminds me of God's presence or His goodness or my call to love other people or the fact that I am not alone becomes another thought where, oh yeah, God, that's just what I needed. That thought right there. And instead of being defensive or stubborn, uh, I'm actually wide open. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. I got some friends joining me here. So let's take a moment now and uh, ask God to give us that kind of mind. Would you do that together with me? Close your eyes. Let go of anything that concerns you, anything that weighs you down. 
any anxieties, any defensiveness, any stubbornness. And now be fed by these thoughts. You are not alone. You are loved by God. He made you. Be reminded now. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Speak the truth in love. Pray without ceasing. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, today would you remind, remind, remind us as we walk through our day that you are with us. Help us not to miss it. Help every thought keep coming back to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. See you next time. Have an attitude of platitude. I've been thinking about saying that the whole time, so there it is. Have an attitude of platitude where I'm able to learn, not thinking in cliches, but take nourishment from any thought that comes that turns me towards God. Thanks for joining us. Receive alerts for new episodes by texting the word BECOME to the number 56525. Or invite a friend by sharing the link becomenew.me.